You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to close out our Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective with Freddy vs. Jason and the 2010 remake, A Nightmare on Elm Street. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jimmy Vincent. Hello. And Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? Hey, you know, uh, I've been better. You know, okay. looking a little Freddy Kruegerish myself these <laughs> days. You know, getting out of surgery and stuff. But uh, yeah, so sorry. That's why the podcast is late. It's uh, it's past Halloween, but uh, here we are. Yeah, we're here. We're back. Freddy we got to wrap it out. We can't let it Jason. go. That's right. And the uh, the remake. Yeah. The uh, the ones everyone was waiting for. <laughs> you ever had really good expectations for something? <laughs> Wait, which film are you referencing? Both? Actually, no. I thought I, the first one I thought was pretty good. Yeah, Fred, yeah, yeah, Fred, yeah. Freddy versus Jason is. It's got a really solid storyline. It's uh, fun. Yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> I just remember a buddy of mine saying, "This movie doesn't have to live up to much. They literally could just go, all right." In this corner, Freddy Krueger. In this corner, Jason Voorhees. And fight! And fight! <laughs> it's kind of what they did at the end of the movie. It did seem very uh, WWE wrestling well, as opposed to, to... Apparently the, the director's actually a wrestling fan. Okay. Well, he's from Hong Kong. He's, uh, you know... Do you honestly think that Godzilla vs. King Kong is not going to have that exact same scene what same scene? The, at the end of this, where they face off and they're like throwing each other around and stomping each other. And I thought you meant like the jumping up out of the water. Oh, the the, the total like <laughs> Freddy ghost scene. Well, Jared, <laughs> sh- should it be like King Kong versus Godzilla? I mean, those are two giant animals that well, are fighting. These are two giant like horror like uh, you know icons. Yeah. yeah, they never should have gotten together and fought in the first place. It's just they, it's, they, it's they, bad. They, they, they they even like switch weapons. You know, it, it happens exactly the way you think it should. I will say that that side profile shot where they're first meeting. Yeah, I, I, you know, I did picture that always in my head. Like, oh, you know, you got one on one side, you got the other in the other corner of the frame, and they're they're looking each other, staring each other down. Yeah, it's the opening of a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like, right? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It total feels like like if you Video wrote games. a comic book of what this story would be. This this feels like it. Oh, 
There has to be a Freddy vs. Jason comic book, isn't there? Uh, there's a Freddy vs. Jason versus Ash comic book. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. They went all crazy. What the fuck is Ash doing in there? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I guess they wanted, you know, somebody... Wait, wait, wait. Isn't there, like... be a, a good guy. Isn't there in the Jason folklore, isn't there the Necronomicon? Isn't that in there? Uh, yeah, in part. Okay, uh, yeah. So Jason that's, Jason goes that's, to hell. that's part of the Evil Dead world, so... Well, that you know, puts it into I think they just threw that in there. Because, you know, the Evil Dead, they they always kind of, like, uh, paid homage to... H- homage. <laughs> to uh, other horror series, like Freddy's Glove, um... I think the the glove that uh, Robert England wore in parts one and two that was stolen from set and somehow it showed up in Evil Dead. That's the original <laughs> glove. So some makeup guy that worked on either yeah. one or two stole that fucking glove. That's badass. And then yeah, they used it as a prop in that movie. It's like, in the corner of the one frame when they're in the basement. And there's a Hills Have Eyes poster, and you know they Evil Dead even shows up in the first uh, Nightmare. Really. Yeah, it's the movie Nancy's watching on TV. Oh, yeah. And she's like talking to Glenn, or Glenn pops through the window, one of those scenes. So, guys. Yeah. Freddy versus Jason. Uh, this was a big deal. Yeah. Were you I, guys excited for it? Did I, you see I, it long in the theater? Time I saw in the this making. in the theater. What'd you say? So it was a long time in development. Yeah. This was one that we kept hearing about for a decade. Was, yeah, it was Jason Goes to Hell with the glove, right? That showed up. I just 93. Kept hearing rumors, and then, like, Jason X came out. I'm like, this has got to be building to something. Yeah. Jason X was made just because, I guess, Sean S. Cunningham was pissed that they were taking so long I think making that's this what film. I, I think that's what I heard. It's like, all right, okay. There hasn't been another Freddy movie in, <laughs> since New Nightmare. I don't know why you feel like you need to put Jason out again. Because that movie came out, like, uh, it was like a year before this. I think it was, it's weird, like, I don't know, for me, going into this movie, I had, like, no expectation. Like, you almost expect a movie like this just to be terrible. So as long as those two fought and Freddy wasn't, like, just stomped, I was going to be happy. And I remember leaving the theater thing, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And... I remember the movie made very funny. Every reviewer, yeah. like, I watched a bunch of reviews on it just to kind of refresh my memory today... Every reviewer that seemed like they were like 35 and older, oh yeah, it was fun, great little movie, it was exactly what we needed. Everybody that was younger was just dogging on it. Like, they hated it. And they kept comparing it to the Marvel Universe. Really? Yeah. Why? (laughs) How they brought, like, characters from this movie into this world, like... Hey, fuckers, that's been happening ever <laughs> since, uh, you know, like, uh, Universal Studios put the fucking the, classic the monsters, monsters together. Yeah, yeah right? Come totally. on. And they were, you know, saying that Marvel did it right, but this this didn't. I was like, man, I think y'all are missing the point. What's the Marvel movie around this time? Uh, in 2003? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, X-Men, maybe? Yeah, X-Men was out. The Spider-Man okay. movies were coming out. All right, so it was around that time. 2002 was Spider-Man 2. The best one. And yeah, I think around 2002 was X Men too. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're talking. Yeah, bold, about. bold <laughs> statements from them there. Yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting just watching the different reviewers and you know how man they were just dogging on it. How yeah. they had heard it was really good and like they just couldn't get into it. How boring it was. Wow, I remember leaving the theater being very excited, like thinking, man, that was a great movie, like super. Super I don't remember pumped. thinking it was great. I remember well, thinking it was a good time, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm saying." I it was can't fun. believe they yeah. were able to put a story together that was kind of coherent, right? 
with these two. That yeah, totally. I, you know, I tip my hats to the, like the writers here. Goofy as the story is, it's it's a story that gets these two to fight. Yeah, and it plays out pretty well. And it's kind of cool that it's actually a nightmare movie, mostly. And they just it makes like, Freddy the bad guy. Well, that's what I don't like about this oh, really? movie is that it just cool. takes a giant shit all over Jason Voorhees. Yeah, he's just a he's like a just a character that. Just I didn't feel like it took a giant takes a dance through a nightmare movie. What are you got? What? No, come on! It takes a giant dump on him. It treats Jason like he's like a, a stupid like a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, he's just like a mindless boy. beast that you could like you know coerce to go and you know. Yeah, he, kill for you. he even has like one little sad droopy eye showing through his hockey mask. It he looks pathetic. Well, I mean, in and most like of the movies, he was just a mindless killing. No. And those other movies, and I'll go ahead and say that my biggest complaint with this film that the filmmakers fucked up on is that they didn't hire Kane fucking Hodder, who was Jason Voorhees at the time, to be Jason Voorhees. Like, Kane Hodder, when he was Jason, he did that breathing. I mean, you could see his he's shoulders a, like raise up and down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like a fucking well, that tank. I mean, I agree that they should have hired Kane Hodder, but that doesn't change that he was a mindless killer that... I when know, he was a kid, was a mama's his, boy. But as an actor, I want somebody in the part to play Jason Voorhees the way I remembered Jason Voorhees in all those other films. In this movie, the way he walks, he walks like Frankenstein, not like Jason Voorhees. Those are two distinct different walks. And if you can't tell the difference between them, uh, maybe, I mean, Ronnie, I, uh, you, you shouldn't have directed this movie. <laughs> I mean, I agree that Kane Hodder, that, that's the one thing the movie is lacking, but... I still don't see that other than not casting him, I don't think it changes Jason's character any. Okay, I don't think it changes his character. I think it changes his physical performance okay, on I'll screen. Ag- I'll agree with that. But it also makes him look, his his design, it, it makes him look sympathetic. And we're supposed to identify with him over Freddy, who is portrayed like a monster. And Jason Voorhees is not portrayed that way in this movie. He's portrayed more as a dumb oafus that... You know, I'm sorry, he's being used by Freddy Krueger like a little bitch in the movie. Right. And then he's afraid of water? When the fuck was Jason Voorhees a fucking afraid of water? Well, I had to make that like, you know, one was born from water, another born from fire. That was the worst line in the movie. <laughs> wait a minute. Jason died by fire. No, wait, uh, Freddy died by like fire, fire. Jason, Jason by water. water. How can we use that? Whoa. Cricket, cricket. No one acknowledged no, that kinda, line. They kind of use it. They they light the dock on fire and then you know and and knock Jason in the water. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wh- why was that line not cut out of the movie? <laughs> cut that fucking thing. I, I thought there was a lot of uh, like Jason stuff that fans could play into, like the bed folding and the oh, there's some really cool kills. The bed and, yeah. <sighs> super brutal. Yeah, guys, I love I the cornfield. I like the body burn and the stunt work there. Oh, where he catches on fire? That's so badass. But I don't like I don't like this director, man. I don't like how he shoots things. I don't like the Hong Kong look of it. I don't like the action. All the scares are ill-timed and not right. Like, even when Jason's it's killing... It's comic the- booky. It is. I, well, I, when you said Hong Kong look, totally, that, 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 that rang yeah. true. Yeah. Like, actual comic booky, not <laughs> modern comic booky. Oh, in terms of filmmaking. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, I don't I don't like any of it. Like the the scare moment when the girl's like supposed to be backing up into Jason in that very first she scene. The tree. Yeah, that scene is done well. But then when she starts backing up again, 
it would be nice to get a jump scare and a reveal of Jason. Except but instead, for just creeping up on him like that. Yeah, we get a close-up of her feet, and we see Jason's feet show up. And we're, Well, of course, now we know somebody's behind her. Right. So they do the jump scare with the camera and the big, loud noise, and it's like, well, guys, I already know he's there. Why, yeah. why are you trying to scare me? Weak sauce. The only scene I thought was... Seems like a... Remotely spooky was the one scene with Freddy. Um, the kid in the bathroom. With the brother that committed suicide? Yeah, with the one his brother... And he's like in the bloody tub and everything. Yeah, yeah that's good. Well, you know, I like all the... the Again, I think Freddy is handled well in this movie. I like his scenes. Like the kids that are like uh, on the hypnosil drug. That have the uh, cotton balls like taped over their eyes. Yeah, I thought that was creepy when they're all pointing and whispering. What do you think about Freddy's like uh, new makeup style in this one with the sharp teeth and all the? Those all right. I, I like that he's he's super vicious looking. I wish they kept those contacts though that they had in the very beginning. Oh, oh the oh the opening where he's kind of yeah. giving his backstory. Yeah, that was super badass. I thought those were cool with the like the blood vessels. My, my only complaint with that is is that the, the teeth are so long and, and pointed that you can kind of hear his teeth when he talks a little bit. He's kind of getting in the way. Oh, I just thought that was because uh, Robert England was older. No, I just think it's because he's talking through those teeth. <laughs> that makes sense, though. Yeah. Because they were, like, super fucking long. <clears throat> if you watch any of the Star Trek when you get Ferengis talking, they have the same <laughs> teeth, and, and they, they talk like that. I mean, I think... The whole plot of having Freddy use Jason to get people to be scaling it is all. Hilarious. Oh no, that, that that's a that's a great that's a great premise. You know, he's like he's like they're hanging out at the, in, at the bar in hell, and he's like, man, you know, I used to be scary. You know, people used to be afraid. And like Jason's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> I know if, what I can do with you. If there was only somebody I could manipulate. <laughs> Yo, Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the broadest child in school. <laughs> Made him walk all the way from Crystal Lake. <laughs> well, what all we didn't slowly. know is it was just the next town over. <laughs> oh, they're just right <laughs> yeah, there. It's like the, that and Adamsville's no, all right there. It's <laughs> like uh, New Jersey to Ohio. Like, how fucking long of a walk is Oh, my is God. That? He's just, like, walking through the cornfields. <laughs> Would that not have been hilarious if they put up a little, like, time note six years later? <laughs> Dude, I, I wanted to see them like in hell, Slow like you know, moves. like <laughs> hanging out, you know. Well, originally they were gonna end it with uh, Pinhead from the uh, Hellraiser franchise showing up and see, you know, yeah, like gentlemen, what's the problem here? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, that, that would have oh, been awesome. That would have been yeah. The, from what I understand, the original they ending was they were gonna fight at the dock, and then Pinhead was gonna come up out of the water as like a representative from hell, and like y'all two escaped, come back. And chain them back both. Oh, he hooks the hooks in them, drags them in. Yeah, that'd be cool. Ooh. And then they had like some other like crazy ending with like some water arm, satanic water arm that comes out of Crystal Lake <laughs> and brings them back. Down. All these crazy, insane, expensive shit that you know, New Line's not gonna pay for that crap. Because I'm sure, you know, like both both franchises are wanting to protect their person. Like, you can't have a clear winner. I don't know, man. Seems like Jason kicked his ass. Yeah. Like, uh, the director was like on the uh, commentary saying like he thought that Freddie won. Nah, I was like, what? Because he winked his Because he winked. Yeah, he's just like you I know. Thought it was a tie. I don't know. Jason's kind of carrying his head. <laughs> yeah, but Freddie is still alive, and he showed earlier that you could cut stuff off, and all he's got to do is. I'm just saying, like, but he he doesn't want to do that. He's just like, I'm just gonna play a guitar, a guitar, decapitated. I can't, I can't fucking say the word. Sorry. Yeah, I can't say aluminum. Ah. <sighs> 
<laughs> Aluminium? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a cutoff head. There we go. You know, he's going to bide his time. Yeah, because he's scared, bro. Look, dude, you see during the fights, like, the look of terror on Robert England's face when he's like, oh, no, I'm in the real world. Oh, no, it's oh, Jason again. Oh, yeah, because he's the only actor that's portraying. The other guy's just a dude in a hockey mask. No, dude, he's got that one little sad eye. He always looks sad. Oh, yeah, he's, he's going to portray some emotion with that sad eye. He's like, look, I'm sad. When water comes, I'm going to turn into a little kid. Yeah, you may hate on him a little bit, but his resurrection scene was badass. Oh, like you're talking about the makeup and his yeah, body's like see, actually like his like, body, like you know, like you know, like coming back from the from the earth, you know. I you didn't like need that. that. I, I didn't need that. I thought <sighs> it was a. I mean, I didn't mind it as much as you did, though. I thought it was a little bit of a throwback to like the body style from around part three, part four ish. What? Where he wasn't as jacked up. Yeah, but he's not even like zombified in those. He's just like a regular dude. Well, yeah, no, like that regular dude died and came was brought back and earth came back and he would look sort of like that yeah it'd be awesome if he also walked and portrayed <laughs> that physicality like the ted white and richard brooker did in part three and four <sighs> look dude i will <laughs> 13th is my franchise i like i like like love oh fuck that i love that franchise it just i don't know come on throw jason Voorhees a bone here make him be a badass did you do the remake of, of that uh friday the 13th yeah we did like episode 10 or something. How was that? Was that good? Uh, you know, that's a remake. I like that less and less the more I watch it. I really I'd enjoyed to, it. I'd have to see it again. I remember liking it in the theater, hmm. but I don't remember anything about it. And I had just had eye surgery, so it was a really weird <laughs> experience. He was looking at it like uh, like Jason in this movie, just through one eye. <laughs> it was like uh, watching the movie in 3D glasses, but without being 3D. Sort of. Because I could see far away really clear. Oh, for real? But I could not see, like, anything up close was just blurry. So the movie looked almost like 3D. It was really weird. Oh, that's strange. Because my eyes were, the muscles were still, like, fluctuating. So it would literally, at some points, it would just blur out, and then it would come back. (laughs) Oh, speaking of eye stuff, look what I finally reached the age of. Are you wearing glasses now? Oh, you got reading glasses? I got me some reading glasses. Let's see them on. The $10 reading glasses? All right, man. $19 reading glasses. Oh, shit, man. You went for the big ones. They look good. Man, I can't see you at all, but I could read the crap out of that. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you guys think of the uh, CGI in the film? This is the first time we actually had, like, straight on full CGI in in a nightmare movie. Not just, you know, like, morphs and shit like that. Yeah. I thought they brought in some cool ideas. I mean, I love the shadow um, gag where, like, Freddy's shadow, like, goes across yeah. the uh, road and oh, yeah. tries to stab the kids. Where he rips that girl's nose off. That looks really bad. Oh, yeah. Oh. Got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny Freddy moment, though. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, all, I'm thinking of, like, all the scenes in the movie. And, like, I love all the Freddy Krueger moments. Like, those feel like they fit in that series perfectly. Yeah, when he's like fucking the girl on the on the on the porch, he's like, ah, she's dead on her feet. He's like wearing a t shirt, like <laughs> this bitch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> he did say bitch a lot in this film. Oh, th- this one was like bitch overload. Yeah, it, every single thing was bitch. <laughs> You're in my world now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of fall back on that when they don't have you know anything to do. Yeah, you know, just punctuate it with bitch. I'm, I'm pretty sure by this point too, Robert Englund was pretty protective of the character he's like i've got to say bitch <laughs> every sentence bitch new scene new use of the word bitch 
bitch. I guess I don't really have a lot to say about this movie. I, I don't either. I mean, it, it's fun. Uh, it's uh, it's not the worst of the series. I think it's I think it's a good ride. It's a good popcorn movie. See, I always think of it as sort of a non what is the word canonical canonical. Oh yeah, just sort of a non canonical popcorn movie. I mean, it's not like I never expected it to be anything other than just just show me some fun stuff do you care about any of the other characters about no. you know all the <laughs> the no. people getting killed i can't even i mean it, i just watched it the other day and i can barely remember all of them that are in it well it's crazy like jason kills like 20 some odd people and like freddie gets like one yeah Freddy. <laughs> I, I actually like that actor i uh the guy plays uh the friend in the uh, sane asylum oh yeah yeah uh, i thought he was the best one in the movie uh but the two leads were atrocious oh man that's John Ritter's kid, dude. I thought the girl was cute. Oof. So She's she cute, act. but man. Oh, fuck. Dude, those, <laughs> some of the line delivery on... Mm. I mean, okay, she was saying terrible things like, Freddy dies by fire. Jason by water. How can we use that? Cricket, cricket. Like, why, why was that in the movie? Someone please, like, what the fuck because was that about? Because somebody made that, like, you know, that, that comparison was like, that has to be, that's fucking brilliant. Why did nobody acknowledge it? Like, I know she's having a dream in that scene, right? She's getting ready to have a dream, but it's like, nobody just, it's just so weird and just, like, so out of the blue. Because, Brian, you as the audience are supposed to have a moment there, a moment of silence to take oh, in the knowledge you just heard, and so you can think. Oh, wow, I never thought about that. You know, all you got to do is make a waterfall around Jason, and he'll just stand there. (laughs) (laughs) And if you talk bad to him, he'll turn into a little baby. He's like, oh, no, oh. I did like when he takes the claw. He just starts, like, just just torturing him with it? Yeah, Yeah, that's vicious, man. Takes it into his brain to see. I didn't like the, uh, the CGI going into Jason's brain. That was pretty shit, but, yeah, no, I thought that was a cool image. Yeah. Have we seen that before where Freddy takes his glove into somebody's head? He uses it like uh, like in the Matrix where they jack into their brains. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to... Original USB? Yeah. He's just tapping into them. Yeah, I couldn't remember if we'd seen that before. Uh-uh. I'd remember him, like, ripping his, his own head off yeah. and playing with his brains, but I don't... Yeah, I didn't remember him doing that before. I, and I did like that image. That was good. And some of the lighting was interesting, like... Man, fucking, they loved the color red on those gels, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And the green. But, you know, I thought it worked for the it most plays. part. Uh, it was cool to see uh, little Jason, like like in the first movie again, you know, actually get to see his mongoloid face and all that. Yeah. That I, was, I, that I was thought nice. that. I thought that looked better than the actual adult Jason. Yeah. <laughs> and you're supposed to kind of feel sympathy there so you know that kind of makes sense oh it, this whole movie is like it's supposed to make you feel he's our hero you know jason's the hero of this movie he's the one that's that's out to kill to kill freddy oh yeah they even call it in the script that's why they're going to crystal lake they're like best case scenario jason wins and he's already home <laughs> oh okay you know that, that's true yeah because you can always leave crystal lake you know can't can't leave your dreams can't leave elm street can't leave Springwood. And I like the fact that they, like, wrote themselves, like, uh, out of just being able to use the hypnosil drug and, like, you know, like, why, why are they not just getting the hypnosil and just taking that? And it's like, well, Freddy gets rid of it. But then also, um, I, I like the fact that they eventually, if you use it too much, you go into a coma. Yeah. You're, just, you're in a non-dream coma? I Do don't you know. dream when you're in a coma? Or does he just get to torture you forever? Yeah, I don't know. I guess because it's a hypnosil coma, you just don't—you never have dreams. You're just there in a veggie state. 
I don't know. That'd be an interesting little plot moment for a Freddy movie. He's trying to, like, keep somebody awake long enough that they put themselves into a coma so he can just torture them as long as he wants. Yeah. You're stuck here now. Well, let's talk about that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, uh, before we go on to the remake, what do you guys think of Freddy vs. Jason? What are you guys rating this thing? It's hard to give it a number. I'd give it a fun. Fun out of fun? Wait, I think we should give this a number. I don't think this gets an, an, an exception over any of the other Nightmare movies. Just because it's guest starring Jason Voorhees. I mean, you can say all the Nightmare movies are fun. So you need to... You no, need to, they're not all fun. Rate it, <laughs> rate it as a Freddy movie and then rate it as a Jason movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, I'll do, I, can, I can do that. Uh, Freddy movie, This is. I'd say it's a solid... It, it's a solid six and a half. Okay. Uh, as a as a Jason movie, this is a uh, this is a three point five. Yeah, so average it out at five. Yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah, it's a five. five you know, I go five point five. I'm saying this one's a six. You don't, you're going six? Yeah, I'm going six for this one. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's better than it's better than mediocre. It's it's enjoyable. I mean, it it does. It's a good Freddy movie, man. Like it it is it, nice to see Robert England back. You know, kicking ass beyond New Nightmare. You know, bringing yeah. back the original Freddy. I did like that they references like demon uh, makeup in this one from uh, New Nightmare. Did they? Yeah, when he's like uh, he's under the water right before he jumps out. Uh, he's it's in that flashback dream sequence to, to Crystal Lake when he's torturing um, young Jason Voorhees. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. him under the water. And then the kids bring him out, and you know, of the dream. They wake him up, and then Freddy gets all pissed, and he's like, "You!" And he gets all crazy demon oh, yeah, face, yeah. and he turns like red, and he like super jumps out of the water and air cannon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody flies like five thousand feet in the air in this movie. It's like gravity like ceased to exist if you get hit by Freddy or Jason. <laughs> the dude, the one guy in the cornfield, he gets thrown like I, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's like so small in the frame. <laughs> It's like, what, are you throwing him to the moon? Where's he landing? Lands in the Superman movie. <laughs> well, they think that's the that's the spaceship coming, but it's just him flying through the cornfield. Well, what you rating this, Benson? I said I'd agree, like five or so. Oh, okay. Well, it's not... Yeah. Okay, five or so. All right. Five or okay. so. Well, I think we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back with uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010.
have nothing to worry about. This won't hurt one little bit. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for A Nightmare on Elm Street. With the kid Wilhelm scream at the end. Basically. <laughs> All right, guys, here we are. The final film in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. We made it, guys. Yeah. We did it. Thank you, producer Michael Bay and Platinum <laughs> Dunes for this movie. Guys, greatest film in the series. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, mic drop on this one, dude. They could just uh, wrap this one up and walk it away. From the writer, Eric Heisner, who wrote one of my favorite films, Arrival. So this has to be your favorite Freddy movie, then? No. No, it is not. (laughs) Um, It's not the worst, though. It's not the worst. No, it's definitely not the worst. Yeah, I still think... uh, Two's the worst. Yeah. Or Freddy's Dead. You said Freddy's Dead. One of those two. (laughs) I definitely think two's two. the worst. Yeah, both of those are worse than this. Freddy's Dead's pretty bad. You know, I I even thought Dream Child was worse than this. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, I really, guys, I really, really, really enjoy Jackie Earl Haley in this fucking role. He kills it oh, for me. Oh, I thought Freddy was great. I think there's some plot structure that bothers me. Oh, there's a whole lot of plot structure that bothers me. The lead actress is. Rooney Mara from The Social Network and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Man, is she just phoning it in, or... She hated working on this movie. Why'd she take it? I have no idea. Well, probably for a paycheck and a career bump, man. I mean, she did get Social Network after this. Fucking Nancy. You know? Ironic. Like... She did look like she was having a terrible time, though. I agree with you on that. she been sleeping, you know? Fuck that. Dude, no, she is like... (laughs) No, Her character is terrible, though. I think it's the writing. I don't think it's... She looked, I don't know, to me, her. It, to me, it looks like she's just, like, not even trying. Like, she's not even trying to portray somebody you can like. Especially after the cemetery scene where she's like, you have no idea what I felt. Why did you add that line in? That just makes her sound like a bitch. <laughs> you know, it's like, why did, who, who fucking, what, what, why, why, why? I sent y'all a Robert England clip right before we watched this. I don't know who watched it. I, I watched I it. I watched it. I thought he made, a like, a valid point of... You kind of needed to meet these kids before Freddy unravels them. I didn't give a shit about that. I did. I, really? To me, that you don't think that, that that's what this movie's lacking no, a lot no, no, is, no, no, is no, like no. learning the characters. No, look, and... we are, we already know all this stuff, man. Let, let's just go ahead and let's start. I love the way this movie opens. I don't mind the opening. I think the the opening's really strong, and then we just get into it. But we never get to know them, like, and I think that's part of the actors not. Train characters well. Did and we ever get to know the other kids in the first one? I yeah, mean, we got to know them enough that. But Freddie was already there in that movie in the I'm beginning. Not say, I'm not saying that you Freddie I mean? can't just be. I'm I'm saying that you've got to get to know the characters a little bit. Yeah. And between the actress not giving you anything, and then there's I don't know the writing. Like the the one blonde chick's the only one that you really kind of get to know. Yeah. Because they're trying to do that, you know, the psycho Janet Lee thing with like, oh, look, you know, they tried that in the first movie with the Tina character, yeah. right? And they hired another blonde. Um, but Chris, like, I do like her character. I like that actress a lot more, too. I think she... When she brought the character to life more. Well, they wrote more scenes for her. Right. You know? And Nancy is just... They just give her detective and 
plot points to regurgitate, exposition to tell the audience, and they don't really ever give her a moment really to overcome anything except right. for like confront her mom in that one scene where she's like, "Oh, you've been lying to me." And I'm not I'm <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I still don't yeah, I'm not a big fan on the did Freddy do it or not. Oh, I think that's stupid. I think that just distracts from the movie. It's and... terrible. No, it that breaks the film for me right there. It does. That's when it took it took the left turn. It was like, "What?" Yeah, it's because it's like, w- w- "Hold up, stop. Wait a minute." We're going into Star Trek Into Darkness territory here in terms of we're taking an iconic villain, right? In Star Trek, it was Khan, right? right? And this one's Freddy Krueger. And we're taking the essence of evil right. for these both of these franchises, the ba- biggest bad we have, right? And we're, we're saying, hey, hold up. Guys, no, they're nice. They're really nice. They're misunderstood. No, psych. They're really bad. Why the fuck did we waste that time with that? We already know this. Put a little twist in there to make it interesting. It would be interesting if they went through with that twist. Oh, if, they, if it was actually he was innocent, and then it's just like crazy parents that went crazy and killed this guy, and yeah, yeah, because that would, the kids told us like a like a, a story, you know, yeah, that would be insane. That would have been way more interesting. Yeah. And it also kind of like <clears throat> fixes like why did Freddie come back if he's a child murderer, and in this moon we actually go full child molester. Yeah. Like if he, if he is a, a, you know, like an innocent, you know, if he's innocent, that makes sense why he's coming back as a ghost, right? He's, he's yeah. getting vengeance. I guess the higher powers that be, the moral powers that be would say that you need justice in this situation. You were wrongly accused and your life was stolen from you. But in this film, it's just like, it really calls out the attention of like, wait, why is he coming back? He's a child molester. In this film, and see, in the in and the other ones, it was just sort of subtext. No, well, it wasn't subtext. It was just like he's a child murderer. Yeah, period. well, they said murderer, but yeah, they never went murderer. molester until like the third one. And that's different, man. That that's makes that's it, a different level of. I don't know if they said it in the third one. They didn't say it in any of them. Yeah, they didn't say that until this one. Yeah, this is the first. Which one they say was a dirty child? Oh, they just said dirty child murderer. Dirty child murderer. Yeah, that's always what they said throughout yeah, the entire so series. Yeah, so that that subtext was always there, but it was never just straight out. Yeah, he liked to diddle little kids. Oh yeah, no. There's a scene where like Nancy, like when she finally has her big reveal, she's flipping through Polaroids of her. Like they don't show them in the movie, but I would assume like abused and nude. Right, because she's crying when she's looking at them. It just gives it a a not fun factor, right? It, 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 like I would have preferred that. Yeah, you found out Freddie didn't do it, or even if they'd have went with like a weird halfway loophole where the parents thought he was molesting the kids and then covered up, he accidentally killed one, but he never was actually doing anything wrong. But yeah. actually bringing I, I don't like bringing in the molestation part that just is like oh wow y'all just put like a whole bunch of bad taste in this movie and then making them question like whether they did the right thing or not or like you know what did the kids lie about Freddie molesting right. them or not and then yeah, the cause man, I, there's a, there's a lot of cool ideas in it like I love the the car cigarette lighter on the arm to keep awake and that's good. Like there's a lot of good good ideas in it that micro napping yeah micro yeah, napping, micro is napping good. was amazing that is a great idea I, I it explains read. a lot of the other shit like in the first one like we were like how the hell is, how the hell is this all this shit happening when they're still awake right it totally fixes it, all those it holes. fixes all that shit 
Does that make your original rating go up? Yeah, it does. No, because that wasn't explained in that film. <laughs> this is just a wreck. Craven just assumed you were smart enough to know. He's like, oh, Whatever. everybody knows about microdreaming. <laughs> He's like, telephone, please. I actually I caught myself doing that the other day, to be honest. What? Just kind micro of micro napping? daydreaming. Did Freddie come up and you were like, oh, freaking out in the middle of a pharmacy? No, I was over Give my, me my drugs. I was over at my parents' <laughs> house and everybody was talking and. I don't remember. It's like all of a sudden things started weirdly. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? I woke up. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of come in and out of like, you know, it's kind of like you're falling asleep but you're trying to stay awake. You know, I've totally had that experience. But. Oh, yeah. I've done that in in front of your ass, man, where like you'll be talking you to just me and I have literally fallen asleep in, in front of him. And he's like, did you just hear what I said? Wait, what were you talking? I'm sorry. <laughs> it, I don't mean to be rude. I It happens. Asleep. And I'm, I'm a boring guy. <laughs> what can no, I say? Yeah, hours on set, man. Hours on hours on set. I think I, b- I believe that was a uh, was two twenty plus hour days back to back that uh, caused that micro nap. Little bunch Ugh, of filmmaking. Tough days. But yeah, the- I, I thought there was a lot. Like I remember when I first saw this, like coming out of the theater, really pissed. Like I hated it, and then I caught it on cable. I guess about two years later, and I still didn't like it. I watched it last week. I didn't hate it as much as I remember hating it. No, I think it's a very compl- com- competently made film. Mm-hmm. But it, it's well done. To be attached to the main characters through the whole movie, Nancy needs more to do than what she does, and she needs to be more likable. And you can't, you just can't go to child molestation and is he guilty or not. Yeah. I, what, what I think they were trying to do with the Nancy characters is... She's a victim of molestation, so, you know, she doesn't want to be around anybody. She avoids human contact. And I understand that idea, but it, like you said, you need a main character that is likable. But if she's remembering that, if that's if that's impacted her personality so much, then how come all these kids don't remember that they knew each other? You got, like, 15 kids. I, man, I don't that, yeah, no, that All but, that shit doesn't make any fucking like, sense. Why don't they just make it all. a small town where they just all grew they up all, together? Yeah, exactly. All know each other. They all grew up together, and they just, you know. Well, it looks like they pretty much did, except for the people that, like, moved away. Well, she's like, no, it's just like, oh, my God, we knew each other as kids? There's these photos of us together. Mom, did we, did yeah. we know each other as kids? What's going on here? Yeah, I don't, I didn't really understand that, because it's yeah. like, well, if you went to the same preschool, wouldn't you also go to... Like you know, the uh, you, same go, you go through all the all your classes together, right? If you're, you're all the same yeah. grade, especially if you end up in high school together, right? I understand people move away, like that one Asian kid uh, who was also in the uh, fuck. Man, that actor was also in the um, oh, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> he is. I mean, yeah, all my friends, we went all like kindergarten through twelfth grade together. None of us went. Wow, did we know each other? I, I like the. There's a lot of dumb. I like that the, um, the internet, little like vlog. Uh, I, I like that. Oh, that uh, guy. what was it called? Giga Blast. Yeah, the Giga Blast. Fucking, you couldn't afford like Bing or G- Google. Google. Come on, man. Like, I know Bing was big in that stuff. I'm sure Google would have jumped all over this. Apparently, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been in the movie, Jared. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they didn't give him a chance. Not taking any of this Freddy money. <sighs> Google's like, fuck you, Michael Bay. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. I still Sorry. think there's Go make a, some Transformers or something. I think there's a market for a good Nightmare remake. Like, yeah. What if you did what like the Halloween guys did? 
and make a sequel to the to the original. Oh, then we talked. We talked about that on one of one of these. Uh, no, we, we talked, talked about, about it in off, your garage. Yeah, we talked about it off air. Oh, did we? Yeah. we, we talked about I've been it off thinking air? about it. I got an idea here. That would be cool. I would like to see Heather Langenkamp back in a in an older role. But you'd have to bring back uh, England or somebody to you know really really close. You'd have to Brandon Ralph it. No, look. If you're gonna bring back um, Heather Langenkamp, you got to bring back Robert England. You can't have one without the other. I, I believe. You know. That's what I said. Yeah. It's, it's got to be. But I mean, guys, look, Jack, Jackie Earl Haley, big fucking shoes to fill, man. Big shoes to fill. I think he owns the physicality in this yeah, movie. But, well, basically, did you ever, have you seen any of the behind-the-scenes stuff where you actually hear him, like, delivering lines? Yeah. He's very quiet. He's, uh, he's kind of in here. But, I mean, he still has that gruff voice, though. Yeah, well, they totally enhance it for the for the edit. Well, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's, and they he's add a lot of very... uh, bass and graveliness yeah. to I it. I also noticed that his um, his lines are very loud in the mix. Whenever he would jump in, I know, or just when I was watching it, it was like it was like he was super present and loud. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. I think that's what you want, though, man. I mean, he felt really good in all those scenes, man. Like like the classroom scene when Chris is like having that uh, that dream in the middle of class, and he's like, you know. You really shouldn't be sleeping in class. It's just like the way it comes through, and oh very man. resonant. Yes, and like the claws too. When he's like, oh, he's like, yeah. Whenever he's, he's like, like I mean, yeah, I love the I way love he sets that. and just does the the chains on all those. Yeah, they all come in really well. I mean, I really technically well done. Do you think he looks Canadian? No, like like Canadian, as in South Park Canadian. With that, no. with that like mouth, I don't know, like the, his like burn straight line mouth. I think he, I, the I'm so used to the normal Freddy look that but looking at him and his silhouette and all that, it, it took a little getting used to. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like the makeup a lot in this one. With the uh, the same people that did uh, Two Face in the Dark Knight, right? Did the uh, CGI because uh, England uh, Freddy's always snarling and showing his teeth. He's like, you know, he's got that classic. Well, uh, so does Jackie when he's, uh, you know, does when he's he? smiling. Yeah. There, okay. there, I mean, there's, you know, there's stuff when he's he's doing his smile. And I really like him, dude. I really liked him a lot. Like, I, why are you screaming? I haven't even cut, cut you, you yet. yet. That is great. Oh, fuck, yeah. man. Oh, it's so good, dude. <laughs> Creepy, man. I like how you can, uh, yeah, right? I like how you can see through his uh, cheek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see all the tendons and all that. That's and it cool. looks like it's infected. Yeah. Um, I even saw the uh, the behind the scenes, uh, the making of uh, all that stuff. They have the actual putting the makeup all on him, but they still have like this these little green, oh really um, cheek marks, so they can go in there and, and add some depth into the makeup. Oh, that's cool. And it's it's a good use of like practical effects versus digital. Well, yeah, with well with CGI enhancements, and that you know that's what we want here, right? Yeah, we want, totally. We want to marry the, both of these worlds. And yeah, see, like Benson just pulled a, a great still shot of uh, Freddy's face. Oh yeah, that's great. It's super cool. He's very scary. Yeah, yeah. They made Freddy scary again. This is easily the scariest nightmare film for me since the first one. Yeah, watching them all back to back. I think you know three. I think is is a better movie, and it's a lot it's a lot more fun. But this one is scarier. And he's very uh, like claw oriented. He's all about stabbing a motherfucker with a claw. 
Like he, he really makes that claw very, he's very present. You know, we, we talked about some of these movies where the claw seems very secondary. Yeah. It's just, it's just like something that Freddie has. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is very high glovage. Like he, he's all about stabbing well, it's a like motherfucker. It's like they forgot he had the claw. Yeah. And this one, he's like, I've got this claw. I'm oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm about to fuck you up with this claw. Yeah. His, even his one kill in Freddy versus Jason, like. He he snaps his fingers and burns that guy, yeah. and then the claw marks happen on his face, and you don't you don't actually get to see it. It was nice seeing the claw. On oh, this the one. claw is is in full force on this one. And they brought back the like when he's scraping it along the uh, with the sparks, yes, super badass along the metal with the sparks. It's yeah, so I love cool. the way he kind of points this finger up and brings it down, yeah. and then the, you can tell it's wired. I just like the idea that, that so Freddy cool, sits around and plays with his claws, so he kind of like he's got these like things that he does, and he knows he's like he's like ah, you know he he spent some time with this claw. Man, it's so good, dude. I yeah. I have nothing but great things to say about, about the him makeup, and his performance, yeah, yeah, and all the Freddy it's just stuff. all the story shit around it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the glove. I I liked what they did with that. Like, I liked. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like it's different when how like it it no longer has like a, a giant um, like the middle section has this giant piece of metal. It now runs down from his fingers individually, the metal from each finger, and then it kind of forms as a cuff yeah. ar- around the rest. And it and there's a metal strap that goes around his so wrist. It makes there. it a little more sturdy, and like you know where yeah, it look yeah, it looks more like a bone skeleton structure on his hand. It yeah. just makes it creepier. It makes it a lot creepier. I just, I don't know, man. I, I, guys, I super love the cinematography here. Yep. Like, this is the, what I want in, between, in terms of, like, uh, modern photography, nice contrast. It looks real dark. And then we throw those gels in on those dream yeah. sequences. It's so pretty. Oh, that is? Yeah. And that is pretty up. neat. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, dude. It was, like, yeah. Every time he kept well, holding the glove up in frame, because they do a good job of framing that glove. They're very proud of that new prop. And it yeah, just, I didn't even notice. It looks great. It looks great in frame. Also, the uh, the melding of uh, dream into into like the real world, like like let's like let's just for instance when the guy goes into the library and then the bookshelves are all kind of like like oh, skewed warping. and warped and all that. It's very subtle, but it's kind of like you know, and, and just there's a lot of stuff where you're in a dream but you don't know it, and just as the deeper they go, the crazier shit gets. It's kind of like we change the the real world very minimally. Very very cool. I like the POV shots too when they have the and they're in the dream sequences. They do a lot of these like uh, POVs of the the victim or the dreamer. They'll put this uh, like blurred uh, effect around it. I guess you know to show Tunnel the vision. vision. Yeah, yeah. freaking out. <laughs> they're in fear and yeah. sleep sleep deprived even in the dream. But this is the uh, this remake is the highest grossing Nightmare on Elm Street movie worldwide. Yeah, I saw this in the theater too. Like you know they got my money. Yeah, I saw this in theater too. Opening weekend, yep. opening night, there at midnight show on Thursday. Oh man, I was excited. I was super excited for this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like when that um, Friday the Thirteenth remake came out, I, you know, when I first saw it, I was super, super on board with that. And I even remember like in the the Chainsaw remake when that came out, mm-hmm. and the trailer looked intense. Yeah, this cinematographer and the director. They have a really fucking great eye, man. Like everything is framed perfectly. He's a video movie. director, right? Not just a music video director. The director of Nirvana's smells, smells like, like Teen, Teen Spirit. Spirit. Yes. Can't you tell by the jails? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this guy's been around for fucking ever, man. 
like fucking over 25 years. He's like, damn, I should have been making Freddy movies back then. <laughs> uh, I wish they'd have made a second. I would like to see. Yeah. Redeeming. Scene one where they're not trying to like. Remake the first movie. Have to remake. Uh, are we going to go with. Did he do it? Did he not? Just, you know, all right, we, we got past. We got that out of our system. Now let's just tell a scary Freddy story. If it made that much money, why didn't they get a second? Because uh, critical reaction was dog shit. Everybody hated this movie. Hands down from all the critics. You can look at the Rotten Tomatoes score. It is really low. What, what is film, Rotten Tomatoes score? Oh, man, I'd have to look it up. I believe it's in the 30s. Really what I think happened is Michael Bay and those directors, uh, I think that Andrew Forum and uh, Brad Fuller, they just got so much shit. Uh, they're at Platinum Dunes for this movie. They, they just, I mean, they stopped making remaking horror films after this. Oh. 14. Close. Ooh. 15. Ooh. Wow. Nice. Um, that was close. I'll agree with IMDb a little bit more, though. What's the IMDb rating? Six stars. Five point two. Ah, I was close. Five point um, two. But d- didn't they sign uh, Jackie Earl Haley to three three pictures? Yeah. So you know he was like, "Damn, hell yeah, I get to get in there and make three of these." And it's a shame because he is a really good Freddy Krueger. God, he's so good, man. That's the biggest fucking shame in this entire movie. That in the fucking the actress that was playing Chris should have played the Nancy role. Um, yeah, she was a good actress, dude. I loved her. Okay, can I just say, I every time this movie is really outside of the child molester, is Freddy the bad guy or not? Is he guilty or not? Um, outside of that, this movie always works for me, except for when they call back to the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Because every time <sighs> they do that, it feels hollow. Yeah, it's like when coming out of the wall with that really bad CG. Right? It's really bad. But dude, in like 1984, they did that... Perfectly, and it was sexy, right? Yeah. How do you fuck that up in the remake with all these special they, effects? Because you could do all these special effects now, and we, oh, we should make it really cool. We should actually have the claws come out and have him lean out of the wall even more. Man, it's just really bad. My wife was watching it with me, and she's like, "Oh, that looks like the Frighteners." Ooh, I was like, "Wow, that yeah. came out in 1997." <laughs> I just want to put that in perspective for you. Yeah, they should have just put the sheet up and. Had <laughs> Yeah, get that spandex Hell, over the bed. Even in um, even in uh, Freddy versus Jason, didn't they do like he tried to come out of a a metal wall? Oh yeah, the boiler pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah actually yeah, right. did actually did it practically there. It looks okay. Yeah, that actress uh, from Ginger Snaps when she's running around. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right, you're right. So, and that looked good. Yeah, and they fucked this, this up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. How do you do that? I don't know. They should have done it practically. Should have done it practically. Practical always looks better. Yeah, in most cases. Well, plus, it looked in dumb, case. too, because they have him, like, instead of just coming out directly at the camera, like they do in the original, he comes out, and it's from that side angle, so and he has to turn and look down. And, and then, then his claws pop through the wall. Wiggle back. <laughs> hey, how come we didn't have the shot where we saw some holes in the wallpaper? Now, that would have been cool. It's the real world, man. Poked holes in my wallpaper. Would have been cool oh, if he pushed through and actually poked holes in the wallpaper. Like in like a new nightmare where uh, you know the walls cracking, <laughs> like the claws. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. He had some great lines too. Who, Jackie? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a bunch, man. I, I, dude, I like even I love that scene when he like uh, he kills the uh, 
Chris's boyfriend, forget what his name is, uh, Jesse. Yeah. No, that's the uh, that's Nancy's boyfriend. Um, I forget what that character's name is, but the uh, whatever the ex boyfriend of Chris's character, he spends a night with her and all that other stuff. Yeah. I uh, I loved his death scene. Where he like in, in the jail cell where he like pops out of his chest. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, uh, the death scene itself, I guess, is like eh, it's I like the guy. He's like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And then it shows him like later in the boiler room, and he's like strung up in the dream world, and he's like, he's "You like, know, you know the, I, yeah." <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I don't remember the line. He's like, "You know, the body of the brain lives yeah. for seven minutes beyond death. That means we have six more minutes to play." Right? Oh, it's that's so fucking good. gruesome, dude. And dude's like. <gasps> And I love the fact that they don't show you what Freddy does. Oh, they just know you just know he's, he's cutting it his ears off scared, and stabbing him. And... Right? That's one of those like we do that in the eighties because we don't have the fucking budget to show it, but it actually does work better when you just yeah, man, let it play, bro. Just let him say you that know line. He's mutilating him. He's like torturing the shit oh, out of him. Yeah, right. What did he do? It goes beyond just killing him. Oh, it's so good, dude. Like I am. Look, I am on board with this movie. Until uh, Chris's death. When they recreate it, uh, Tina's death from the first movie. Um, That's the first time in the movie where I'm like, hold the fuck up. Why why are we doing this? Why are we throwing her? Because in the first movie, she's being drugged across the walls and the ceiling. And he flips her around and then slams her against the wall and then drags her across the ceiling. He doesn't drag her once, dude. She no. flies up and then she just goes and gets swung to the left, swung against the back, Rolls swung over. to the right. Yeah, she does do a flip de loop de loop. She rolls over the in the back and gets ripped down from you know tits to tits to crotch and then thrown on the bed. Yeah, yeah. One one little call claw mark or scratch, whatever. Super lame. And then it's just over. Which Tina's death looked way more gruesome. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Dude, it was terrifying. Like her screaming, like ah, help me! And it's watching me. like over that over the shoulder of him as she's going up the wall and then across the ceiling. It's it's awesome because it's so unnatural, and this one's just like it's a big action moment, and yeah, there's no surrealness to it. Yes, that is yes, that's exactly it. Perfectly put. Yes, I agree. What did you guys think about how the parents were handled in the film? This time, Freddy Krueger doesn't get arrested by the cops and let go. The oh, parents, yeah, there's not like some kind of loophole and he gets free. The parents just like take it upon themselves and just fucking take him out. Yeah, they go straight to vigilante justice. Right. And, it's, and they, ba- they break Batman's one rule. <laughs> what, killing? Batman, Batman says, don't kill. barbecue people in, in a boiler room, Jared. It's not cool, all right? Remember the Joker was trying to get him to break his one rule? He's like, I got one rule. Don't barbecue people in buildings. I like... Uh, and Batman was able to beat him by not breaking his rule I like and the- becoming the hero <laughs> that Gotham needs, not the hero that Gotham wants. Or the hero that Gotham wants, but something like that. Yeah, you had it right the first time. Um, Deserves versus needs. Yeah. yeah. I like the actors playing the parents. I mean, I like Connie Britton and um, the, the, the new mom. I think she's great. Clancy Brown. Yeah, he's excellent. He is always excellent. I did notice that uh, all the parents were single parents. I guess it's because their uh, their kids went through um, traumatized. When, when, when you when you're living with a murderer, it's kind of hard to uh, you know stay together. Yeah, her her death scene looks really bad. Oh, wait, whose death scene looks really bad? Connie Britton, the mom. Still better than going through the window. Wait, you're talking about the, the very, very end? Um, 
Yeah, like when when Freddy pops out of the mirror and like but the CGI his effect is bad. Yeah, but, but yet again he uses the claw. Dude, I I like the uh, slams it right through her head. Yeah, I like that jump scare though. I thought I thought it was nice. Yeah, the CGI is shit. Yeah, but I thought it was better than Wes Craven's end. Oh, so yeah, be, still still uh, better than going through the through the window, the little yeah, tiny window. I thought it was better than the car pulling over it with is. the striped um, yep. hood as well. So ends on a scream. It's good. Yeah, I thought I thought it was well, I thought it was well done. I think I almost would have rather, since Wes Craven ended his with that like grab through the window, like end this one with a little bit more subtle. Is he dead? Is he gone? Did they do it? Well, I mean, they just brought him out and killed him in the real world. It right. doesn't seem like you should be able to kill him that way. So you know what I mean? It kind of like, yeah, of course he's going to come back. They didn't even do like the whole. I'm going to turn my back on you, and I'm going to take away all the power I gave you. Speech. Treat that... him like the, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. Come on. We, uh, we, we call the clown an it, Pennywise. Oh, not just it, okay? Sorry. Show some respect Mr. to Wise. the horror icons. <laughs> oh, speaking of Mr. King, have y'all been seeing the reviews for Dr. Dr. Sleep? Sleep? Fuck yeah, dude. Religiously. Yeah, I need to go it's see that. It's a shining horror movie. Ooh. People are loving it, man. Uh, so far, yeah. Yeah, I need to go see that. I haven't seen a lot of critical reviews, though, really, on it. It's just been, I don't know, a lot of, bl- lot of bloggers. I want to see what... I'm getting uh, critical acclaim. Let's see what Variety says in the Rolling Stones, and then, uh, you know. If the Rolling Stones likes it. Mick Jagger's like, fucking loved it. I'm talking about Peter Travers, but uh, yeah, sure. Who is the critic for the Rolling Stones? He likes everything. I think it's just called Rolling Stone. Is it just called Rolling Stone? It's not called The Rolling Stone? No, it's just Rolling Stone Magazine. All right, Rolling Stone Magazine. The Rolling Stones is a band. He did not like Transformers. Are you sure he didn't like Transformers? Wait. When you say Transformers, that implies the first movie. Because I'm pretty sure he liked that one. He may not like any of the sequels, but I guarantee you he liked that first one. It may have been a sequel I'm remembering, but it, it, we can look it up. I mean, he, he's one of the rare critics that will will bow down to Michael Bay and be like, you know what? Peter Travers, right? Yeah. He's like, you know what? That A Nightmare on Elm Street uh, remake was great. <laughs> it's fucking excellent. He Three probably, out of four stars. He probably did like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Roger Ebert fucking hated this film. He gave it like a one star. One out of four, yeah. All right. Uh, guys, let's go around. Let's rate it. What do you think? I'm going to give this one a seven. Wow. Yeah, I think this one's better than the last one. Uh, I think it's, I don't know, uh, six. Six, six and a half. Six, seven. Somewhere somewhere in there. Six and a seven. Oh. <sighs> I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah, this is like it's it's better. It's way better than mediocre. It, it's totally like like I said, I was actually pretty on board with this movie until uh, the like the he's innocent and we tattled on him and killed him. Bullshit. Yeah, it, it makes it's, him yeah. less of a villain. Right? Yeah, you're just like what? <laughs> and then when you found out what he was really doing, you were like, "Ooh, I don't even want to see him anymore." Wait, wait, wait he he it, it went okay for me to. To like Freddy killing people to wait a minute now I now I feel like I need to take a shower. Found Peter Trevor's review of it. Let's oh, see. what was it? He gave it three stars. Two stars. One and a half. Oh, give it a half more than Ebert. He <laughs> <laughs> said you could say he's half right. It's pretty mm-hmm. short. 
Do we really need a remake of Wes Craven's 1984 horror classic that spawned six sequels? You can't open Michael a review Bay, like that. one of the producers and a genius at Crass, knew in his cynical soul that a few more bucks could be squeezed out of Freddy Krueger, the deadly dream stalker with the scissors hands, fedora, striped sweater, Scissoring. and Jones for preying on young tender flesh. The movie's one inspired idea was casting Jackie Earl Haley as the character created by Robert England. Haley, a child actor who launched an Oscar-nominated comeback as a pedophile in 2006's Little, Little Children, Children rips movie. into the role with Kate Winslet, Patrick Relish. Wilson. Oh yeah, she could see her tits in that one. It's yeah. too bad the script turns movie, him into a deadpan joke machine. It took two or three films for the first franchise to devolve into silliness. Craven's first film kept Freddy creepily in the shadows, not cracking wise. Many remember the first Elm Street as the debut of Johnny Depp playing one of Freddy's young victims. Hold up, stop right there. I have a problem with that. I think Freddy Krueger cracked wise in the first movie. Not, Not as much. Not as much, but he still did. Like, I have a problem when people say that shit. I mean, like, he went... He Watch cut his fist. Yeah, he's he's cutting his fingers off. Cutting and shit. his fingers off, and like when his face gets pulled off by Tina, and it's like a skeleton. He's like, <laughs> no, he is totally having fun with them. But he's not doing the, hey, let's go to the beach. Want to suck face, bitch? <laughs> Wait, what are you rating this, Benson? I give it about a four point five five. Four point five five. Okay, mediocre. You hate this movie? No, he said mediocre. Come on, that's not hate. That's uh... one step above six. <laughs> yeah, six is definitely passable. Yeah, yeah, hate would be like four lower. Zero. That's a hate. Okay, so what you what Ooh. you said for Freddy's Dead. Yeah, I hated Freddy's Dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is better than Freddy's Dead. Yeah. yeah. Hands I mean down. this is not I mean this is better than Freddy's part two. Oh it's fuck yes. Possibly better than Dream Child. Yeah, it's probably better than Dream Child. Yeah, yeah, it's better than Dream Child, I think. Yeah. So that makes it better than two of them. <laughs> Three of them. Three of them. I don't want to go through and rank the whole the whole franchise in anything, but uh, what, what do you, what do you guys? Uh, what's your f- three favorite nightmares? Your top three or five? If yeah, one new nightmare and three. One new nightmare and three. All right. Yeah, one. I would say one, three, new nightmare. Uh, this one, yeah, that's where I. That's yeah. what I do. I do one, three, and new nightmare. So yeah, we're all we're all one. The Wes Craven wins yeah. plus the Darabont Chuck Russell. Yeah, hey, good people in those. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones that feel the feel the best. I, I'm with you. They all they all do something you know to further the series. They have like new ideas and they're good visually. Like I think all the nightmare movies like. And those three really good visually. They, they flow together. Like and they there's a story. What made Freddy cool? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I agree with that. The only problem with three is like, like you know, like once once you get to Dream Warriors, like where where do you go from there? And you can only go silly. It's can just, you imagine what Wes Craven's idea was that they said was gonna? What they say it was gonna cost? What for three? Yeah. Oh, I, they don't do. They didn't put a number on it. They went through the script and got about halfway through it and said no. It was from what I understood. Like Bob Shea was just like, no. no. Can you imagine what it would have been? At that time, it probably would have been pretty shitty. 
Because, I mean, Wes Craven was... I'm just talking about the idea. Yeah, Wes Craven was making kind of shit at that time. Nobody wants to say it, but Deadly Friend is deadly awful. <laughs> Literally, if you want to see the original Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, uh, be turned into a robotic Frankenstein and Ooh. take a basketball and throw it at some guy and rip his head off. Oh, nice. Yeah, that Powerful. sounds like a, a good movie for you. It was probably good to take that film from Wes Craven <laughs> and give it to those guys. I thought yeah. what they did was good. So, yeah. All right, guys. This is a nightmare series. Yeah, man. This was fun. We're all done. Yeah. Look at that. I- I'm looking forward to just doing one movie next week. <laughs> oh, what are we doing, guys? What are, are, are we doing? Jumping the- into Terminator. We're jumping into Terminator. I think so. Ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. It's finally Ba-dum, happening. Ba-dum. All right. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. There we go, man. James Cameron back to back. Yeah, what man. are we doing? We doing one, two, and one, two, and the new Dark Fate. Yeah, it's getting real. Yeah, man. Excited. <sighs> all right, guys. So that's what you have. To look forward to nothing but Terminator movies, which sounds like nothing but greatness. Yeah, man. All right, guys, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to the Movie Crew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew, crew spelled C R E W E at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Benson, where can the audience follow you, good man? Uh, J. Edward Benson. I couldn't remember there for a second. <laughs> And Jared, where can they follow you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. I want to send a, a special shout-out to uh, Joel Santisan, or Santillan, uh, for sending me that great uh, uh, 1984 uh, new Nightmare. Oh, it's the original Nightmare uh, lobby card from Mexico. Oh, a Nightmare on Elm Street lobby card from, from fucking Mexico? From Mexico. It's the got, original one? Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's got Nancy with her mouth open. <laughs> he, he probably sent that one to you he's like oh look her mouth's open <laughs> <laughs> i love that you know what that's great because it shows he actually listened to the episode yeah yeah totally and uh apparently in i don't i can't remember exactly what it says but it doesn't say a nightmare on elm street it says a nightmare on hell street but in spanish because oh. elm street doesn't really translate well, you know, if you think about Elm Street, the reason Wes Craven used that was because of the JFK assassination, and he right. got assassinated on Elm Street, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, foreign titles, man. Yeah. I wonder Thanks, if they man. called Thanks all that, that. All the sequels. That. Um, and guys, we're going to be closing out the show tonight with, uh, what are we going to play? We're going to play the final track from the uh, Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. It's titled Freddy Dies Finale. And this is from composer Gavin Revel, and we're going to be playing track two from the Nightmare on Elm Street remake soundtrack titled Main Titles from composer Steve Jamblowski. Enjoy. Enjoy.